Bokertov, we had an interesting class yesterday. We're in Shemuel Bet, chapter 10. And we saw that according to Amnon Bazak, David mixes his personal with his national duties. And he feels his obligation to be nice towards Amon for some personal reason. Maybe because Amon saved his brother when Moab killed his family. Oh, by the way, all of that is Midrash. None of that's in the text. And, and according to Amnon Basak, that's a problem because on a national level, we're not supposed to make peace with these people because where the Torah commanded us, that you should not seek out their peace of, of these people, of Amon and Moab. Okay. Now on the one hand, and, and honestly the reason for that, according to some of the Perushim, is because they are descendants of Lot. Amon and Moab are descendants of Lot. And Lot benefited greatly from Abraham Avinu's kindness. However, when Am Yisrael return and they're coming back to Israel and they ask for food and water from Ammon and Moab, they say no. So this level of Hakaratatov, okay, you're cut off. You're, we're not going to be friends with you anymore. That, that's, uh, that's the reason for that deen. Okay? But nevertheless, the Torah says you cannot make, be, make peace with them. And David makes peace with them, but he forgets that he's acting as the king, meaning these have national implications. Well, because of that, uh, maybe Borei Olam put it in the mind of uh, these people of Ammon that that they should not take David's messengers kindly. They treat them as their saboteurs. And they claim that David is probably just coming to spy out Ammon in order to attack. So they cut off their clothes and they shave half their beard. They send them back in shame. David receives them and he sends them to Yericho until their beard grows back. In the meantime, now David sees that they've affronted Am Yisrael. Now he has to deal with the problem. Okay. So now we're on Pasuk Vav. The people of Ammon, they saw that they had upset David. So Ammon went and they hired mercenaries like Aram from Bet Rechov, Bet Aram Tsova and Aram Tsova, Esrim Elef Ragli, 20,000 people, Bet Melech Ma'acha, Elef Ish, and the king of Ma'acha, they also brought with 1,000 men. And the people from the land of Tov, which is the name of a place, 12,000 men. These are outside of Israel? This is outside. This is on the eastern side of the Jordan, or east, north, east, south. Okay? And David heard, and he sends Yoav, and he sends for Yoav, or he sends Yoav, and all of the strong men in the army. And now the way the, the war was fought was Ammon went and they set up their war against the front of the city, let's say, against David. And the other four mercenary armies, they were in the field, which means... That they had one army which was facing the city and one army in the field, let's say, behind the city, in a way in which they're attacking from both sides. Okay? Mm-hmm. So Yoav sees the war is against him from the front and from the back. So he chose from the choicest of the warriors of Israel. And he set up his battalion. Against Aram. Now again, Aram was where? In front. No, Aram was in the, in the field, right? Ammon was in the front by mm-hmm. the city gates. And Aram and all of those mercenary armies were in the back. Okay. Apparently, Aram was the stronger of the two. 
Okay, so he Yoav he chose strong. to fight the the stronger one. Vet Yeteram and the rest of the people, and and Yoav went with the choicest of the of the warriors, and the rest of the people Vet Yeteram Natan biad Avshai Achiv he gave to Avishai his brother. Avishai, whom we know is Yoav's brother, who was with David when. They were uh, scouting out uh, Shaul's camp and everything. If you remember that story, when yeah, Abishai wanted to kill him. Die. What? The one that didn't die. The one that didn't, didn't die. die. Exactly. The one that didn't get killed. Okay? So he gave the rest of the people to Abishai. And he set up his battalion against Amon. So Amon, who was in the front, was being fought by Abishai. Aram, which was in the back or in the field, being fought by Yoav and the choicest people. Probably because Aram was more strong. Okay? Pasukud Aleph. So Yoav then said, If Aram overpowers me, that you should be for me salvation. Meaning, you, Abishai, should come to my defense. And if B'nai Amon, they beat you, then I will go and I'll, I'll jump over to try to protect you. Meaning, under what circumstance will we lose if both sides overpower both of us? Mm-hmm. But if one side overpowers you and I win on my end, then I'll come to protect you. If your side overpowers, if, if my side overpowers me and then you win on your side, you come and protect me. Okay? Be strong and, and uh, courageous, let's say, on behalf of our people and on behalf of the cities of our God. And God will do what is proper in his eyes. Pasuk Yudgimu. By the way, beautiful Pasuk. Talk about a general with this level of emunah. We, we fight and we have courage on behalf of our God and our cities. And ultimately, God will decide the, you know, the, the fate of this battle. Okay? Let me ask you. Amon started this war. Amon started this war, yeah. David, even after David, even after Amon shaved after beards of these uh, people, send them back to David. Well, it, it says it they seems s- like David didn't react, and Amon just continued his. It says that they thing. saw that David got very angry, meaning it probably was that David was going to attack them, and they decided to try to attack first. So in preparation, because David was so upset, he went and he hired these mercenary armies of Aram, and the Amon guy. He hired the mercenary armies of Aram. And because it starts off by saying, Or something like that. And he saw that David was very uh, upset and angry. I think that's why. Alright. Now, by the way, Amnon Bazak points out something very interesting. Remember we said that what was the story of David whenever he sent these messengers to Amon? What was it similar to? We said it was compared to another story. That they say, oh, he's coming to spy out the land. Don't trust him. This is similar to when Avner came to David and offered him to bring all of Am Yisrael to his side. And, and Yoav told David, don't trust this guy. He's coming to, to spy out the land. And what did David do when Yoav told him that? He stayed silent. He didn't say, no, Yoav, don't touch him. Don't, don't say that. He's a good, he's a tzaddik. He didn't say that. That's one of the things that Chachamim catch David on, by the way. That he should have stopped Yoav more aggressively. When Yoav was claiming that Abner was a saboteur, he should have told Yoav, excuse me, no, and, and I'm going to keep you on watch. You better not go and try to kill him or something. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do that, and ultimately Yoav went and he killed Abner. 
Now, Amnon Bazak makes a point that perhaps, and the Chachamim catch David on that, by the way. The Chachamim, they say that David made a mistake by not telling Yoab off. So Amnon Bazak says maybe this whole episode with David's messengers getting denied is like a tikkun for David's original sin with Abner. Mm-hmm. And the reason this war is beginning is because of that original sin. Wow. The reason David has to fight this big war against Ammon, Ammon and Aram is because of that original sin. And ultimately, even more so, Amnon Bazak says, you know what else happened during this war? The story of David and Bathsheba. You realize that? It was the, during this war that Uriah was sent out to battle to, to be killed. So, so I know it's happening in the next chapter, and, but it's part of this, this episode of this battle. This is the battle that's happening at the time of that story. So even then, the story of David and Bathsheba all goes back to that uh, thing. We um, still have time. Okay. Yeah. And the people that were with him, they went out to, to, to battle with Aram, and Aram ran away. They, Yoav succeeded, he won. And the people of Ammon saw that Aram ran away. And they also ran away from Abishai, and they went into the city. And Yoav decided not to pursue any more Ammon, and he came back to Yerushalayim. Okay, so they initially succeed. Yoav beats Aram, Abishai beats Ammon, and Ammon goes and hides in their city. And they do, decide not to pursue into the city, and, and Yoav returns to Yerushalayim. Aram Israel, So then Aram sees that they lost to Israel on the first battle, and they gather again. Now Aram wants to do round two, you know, like in Lord of the Rings, multiple rounds of battle. Okay, Pasuk I don't know, I, I thought of that reference. Okay, Pasuk Tetzain, Then Hadad Ezer went, king of Aram, and he called for Aram that was on the eastern half of the Jordan River to come and help in the second day of battle or the second battle opportunity. And their battalions came and Shovach, the general of Hadad Ezer's army was with them and this is like the, the, the best general of the Aram people. And it was told to David that Aram is gathering for round two and this time Shovach, the general and Hadad Ezer are leading the people out. David, and I was told to David, he gathered all of Israel, unlike with Yoab that he gathered the choicest men. Right now he's gathering all of Israel to go full force into battle. So, 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 was it, um, the two battalions, the two like parts of the army joined together to fight? See, at this point, that, that strategy worked out because both sides won. They, Yoab kind of went back to Yerushalayim and retired himself. When Aram is regathering strength to do round two of battle, then it's told to David that they're that they're doing that again. And now David is gathering all of Israel with one front this time, as a joint, you know, as a joint. Joint front. Okay. So Vayavor Tayaden he crossed the Jordan Vayavor Chelama and he got to a place called Chelam. Vayarhu Aram nikrat David vayilachamuimo. Aram fought against David and they did battle against him. Vayanos Aram ipenei Israel and Aram ran away from Israel. They were chased out by Israel. Vayarog David me Aram sheva meot rechev. David killed within Aram seven hundred chariots. Verbaim elaf parashim. Honestly, I don't know how to change that. Seven hundred what? Charioteers and forty thousand oh, horsemen. Forty forty thousand horsemen parashim. And Shovach, the general, who was the grand general of Aram, they struck and they killed him there as well. 
And all of the, the king's servants to Hadad Ezer, who was a big shot king of Aram at the time, they saw that they were beaten before Israel. They made peace with Israel and they served them. They became vassals to Israel. I think it's Aram. And Aram was fearful to try and save Amon again. Aram, they just... They became peaceful with Am Israel. They became vassals to Am Israel. No longer wanting to fight with Am Israel. And they said, Amon, you brought us into this war. Did not work out for us. We're out. We're not fighting with you anymore. Uh, you're, you know, you deal with it yourself. And of course, Amon is also in a position where they've just been defeated. So we're not going to have any more problems from Amon anymore. Okay, so once again, a very, very successful battle. Uh, the origins of the battle are interesting. We struggle to see. Maybe there is some tikkun for David in the origins of this battle. Ultimately... It seems like Yoav is seen in, in a very good light in this battle. Something else Abnon Bazak points out is that anytime David struggles, Yoav is shown to be good. Anytime David is Sadiq, Yoav is shown to be more negative. So when David was trying to unite Am Israel, Yoav, he's breaking up the unity and he's seen in a bad light. And then here, when it's David's trying to befriend and, and he violates the, the, the Isur of making friends with Amon, when David does that and he makes that mistake, Yoav is seen as the good one who comes to save the day and to lead the armies out to victory. So it's an interesting uh, balance between David and Yoav. It's a very, very interesting theme throughout Shemuel. Bet to see that comparison between David and Yoav, and uh, we'll see it more. Ne- tomorrow, probably no class, but, but Bezar Hashem, Thursday... David and Bacheva story. It's going to be wild. Awesome. Baruch Hashem Amen. Amen. Amen.